Hi, I'm Brett Johnson, former United States Most Wanted cyber criminal, now good guy, and host of The Brett Johnson Show on YouTube. Today's episode, guess what? Oh, yeah, we got a real special guest today. Justin Pierce is coming back with us. He's going to talk all about why we shouldn't be using TikTok. Justin, how are you, man? Hey, Brett, how are you? I'm doing okay, dude. How's everything going in Arkansas? It's going, man. I'm glad to be back. Very well, excited. I'm glad to have you back, man. And, and, you know, the last time you were here, it seems to me that the person that talked the most is the person that's talking right now. <laughs> so, well, it's your show, dude. <laughs> well, just because it's my show don't, need, don't mean I need to just keep going and going and going. I mean, I could probably cut out 90% of the shit I say. So with that being said, I'm going to – you're going to tell me why – See, I already got it. I already got it fired up, man. Yeah, I already got the TikTok fired up. So you're gonna tell me why I don't need to be just flipping through this to oh, there's another nice little video right there. <laughs> Back oh. here, Brett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry about that. So why don't I need to be using the TikTok? Well, that's a very multifaceted answer. Uh, there's several answers and reasons. Um, you know. We talk about how we're the we're the type of guys that read through terms of services and privacy policies and things like that. Well, very few people do, and it just, if people would just they agreed to, it would just in my in most cases when I've read this to people, it's just shocked them and done installed immediately. Because well, why don't you why don't you read some of it to me? Let's see okay, I have it right here. <laughs> I got it right here. You know, oddly okay. enough, I got to tell you, I've been so. Hooked on the talk. I call it the talk because it's like my friend. So I call, I've been so hooked on the talk that I've not read the terms of service. I have read a, a lot of, of, of articles over the past few days, though. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, and Joe Rogan uh, brought it up on his podcast. So that brought a lot of awareness and it got did. people to talking it about did. it as well. We like yeah. Rogan talking about shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Shoot it. Fan. Okay. Um, you know, it's banned in India and all of U.S. military. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to give a little start before I read this. Um, the FCC commissioner, one of the five, is really trying to get it in America. Like, he's really pressing for it. He, he put out a statement asking Apple and Google to take it off their, their stores, their mobile app stores, and they refused to do so. So now he's government action. So and Apple know, and, and Google Alphabet both refused to remove it. Right. And uh, we, we talked before, you know, the FCC is normally slow on things like this. They're normally a little behind the time. So, you know, that should say something as well. I mean, you're right. If you're waiting on the F FCC to do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I like this guy. He's, I, I wrote his name down. Bernard Carr. That, <laughs> and so he just... He just keeps going on about how it's a security, a national security issue with, you know, the whole United States. Right. Um, here's just what's in their policy. Just some things that it's not the whole thing, but I, just some things I outlined. Sure. This is in their privacy policy spelled out plain as day. All right. It collects info from your device, the IP address, user agent, mobile carrier, time zone settings identifiers for advertising purposes i have that in quotes okay model of device network type screen resolution operating system app and file names and types okay keystroke patterns or rhythms so it's got a key logger on audio settings connected audio devices they can identify your activity across devices which means they build a profile based on all this data they collect and they build a virtual profile of you okay they get all your contacts from social media and on your phone. Location data based on your SIM card, IP address, and GPS. May collect information about the images and audio that are in the part of your user content, which means the stuff, if you make a TikTok and upload this, mm -hmm. they, can, they can grab anything out of the background, identify your surroundings, the whole environment. Uh, objects and scenes that appear, existence, location within an image of face and body features. They build biometric data on each person uh, and attributes, the nature of the audio and the text of the words spoken in your user content. Okay. We may collect this information to enable special video effects for content moderation, 
for demographic classification for content and ad recommendations. See, I hide behind that a lot, saying that it's all for ad purposes or the algorithm. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, you know, <laughs> the algorithm is pretty good. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> have you used it? Have you? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, okay. I'm not. I'm not talking about something I don't. You know, I'm not having experience with. I've used it before. I got. People I send me a TikTok. Like my sister sent me one the other day. You can watch it through your browser. You don't have to have an account. You don't have to have the app. Any of that. You can just. I know watch it's it great. It's great. So you know, I and I gotta. I gotta say. So you know, I've got TikTok on. I've got. Oh, I don't know, five, six different devices. Mm-hmm. I've got TikTok on all of those devices. Mm-hmm. And that algorithm, man, it still blows my mind. You know, <laughs> so I've got I've got the cars, I've got the comedians, you know, Dave Chappelle and all that kind of stuff on there. I've got the comedians that go through the feed. And then then I do have what would best be classified as not safe for work content. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. it turns out, you know, I, you're flipping and the damn thing, it, it'll throw one of these little videos out there. And it, I mean, I'm, I'm I got it. I flip. I'm like, and I just pause for a second and I'm like, and that's all it takes. And then, you know, three more flips down the line. There's another not safe for work. And I'm like, and before you know it, I got a lot of that content on my talk. And I I experienced the same thing with YouTube. Like, you know, YouTube knows me and knows what I like to watch. They also have YouTube shorts. Instagram has reels. So there's other places you know, and they record a lot of stuff too. Say what you want about, you know, everybody gathers data, but right. at least they're American. It's kept on American soil. And it's well, that's, not that's used. one of the things that that's interesting to me. Um, so you don't, you don't think Michael Beckerman, he's the VP of uh, public relations over at uh, TikTok. Yeah. I just and, watched uh, this whole Senate thing. Okay. Yeah. So he mm-hmm. said that, uh, you know, I think it was October 20, is October 21st or uh, August 21st of last year. He was last like, year, hey! October. Yeah, we don't, uh, yeah, TikTok don't do that. Yeah. And then, you know, so let me pull that up because it's. it's... <laughs> it was uh, also, they did one as part of the children, like the, the Senate committee on children using, you know, yes. apps like that. Yeah. So what I saw is basically this thing right here, you know, leaked yes. audio from 80 internal yes. TikTok meetings shows that U.S. user data has been repeatedly accessed from China. So obviously, Mr. Beckerman is either being dishonest or he just doesn't friggin' know. And, you know, I'm not sure which that is, honestly, right. on his part. Because here's one, of the, here's one of the quotes, and I'll have all these articles in the show notes as well, but one of the quotes says, I've, and this is from a TikTok employee, I feel like with these tools, there's some backdoor to access user data in almost all of them. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah. And they had, uh, they supposedly had an independent security audit saying otherwise, you know, before supposedly. the came out. Yeah. <laughs> but they paid, you know. <laughs> supposedly. So, and here's, you know, another issue outside of that that's mm-hmm. even more disturbing. Even if, Data is going to China, Brett. That's not illegal. The United States doesn't right. have data sovereignty or dation laws. Like Europe, any platform in Europe, like Facebook, Microsoft, so they all have to have servers over there because European data cannot leave the, exactly. you know, any of the European countries. Exactly. The United States is why we have no laws like that. Well, that's, that's, that's one of the interesting things that, uh, you know, this episode, and I'm going to do another episode because I, I guess you read the, the article about Facebook turning over they basically snitched out a teenager that had an abortion oh really oh yeah michigan authorities they sent a subpoena over to facebook saying hey we want all of these text messages from this teenager who was talking about getting an abortion yeah and of course i mean you've got the thing is is that from a law enforcement perspective facebook has to answer the subpoena Oh, yeah. So, and this goes into this, this idea of privacy, of sovereignty, of everything else that's going on. It's not only that, but, you know, I don't know if you read about ICE, you know, they're, they're using cell phone tracking data to see the movement of all these people, whether they're yeah. being suspect or not, they're seeing yeah. all that. And you got this across the entire U.S. government agencies. And there's a difference. You're right. There's a big difference between when a U.S. company does it or the U.S. government does it, even though I firmly disagree with both. 
there's a big difference between when that happens and when the Chinese government does. Yeah, it. we have enough issues, you know, within the United States with all mm -hmm. that, let alone a country who doesn't wish us well at all. No, <laughs> I mean, especially after you know the puppet master herself, Nancy P. Pelosi, Dude, landed that plane. People don't there. realize what what an issue was up all their citizens saying that we're going to shoot her plane down and then to not that really hurt them bad and that's oh, yeah. why they're you know having all that show right now i mean they lost a lot of face and killing all the fish yeah they did they <laughs> lost a lot of face right there if they yeah. were going to if they were going to come out and say something like that you've got to do something i'm not saying you gotta you gotta fire a missile but right. by god you can't let that shit lay <laughs> yeah they put themselves in a bad spot there's there's people so upset like there's videos online of Chinese dude just beating themselves in the face because they're so embarrassed and yeah. ashamed of, of what happened. I mean, and, it, and rightfully so, so. I mean, she, yeah. she, 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 she basically made China her bitch. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's anybody's ever been to prison. That's yeah. the word that you don't want to hear right there. Right. <laughs> and as they constantly say, you know, don't cross the line and people keep crossing it and nothing yeah. happens. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and, and so you, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, and I made the comment, I, I guess you probably watched the show that, you know, I don't know anybody in Taiwan, but I like my talk. <laughs> well, and another big thing about Taiwan is TSMC, who makes almost all of our computer chips. They're like, right. they don't design their own. They build chips for other right. companies. You know, all the biggest companies with anything involved in chips, except making themselves, they make chips for NVIDIA. All the cell phone guys, um, I mean, the list goes on and on. And they're building a plant in America, but all of their, it's nothing compared to the size of the ones they have in Taiwan. Okay. I'm not so, saying, you know, Taiwan's worth saving just because of that. They're right, worth saving right. because they're democracy and they want to be free. And, well, uh, and look, I, I, I agree with that. I, I recognize Taiwan much as Tom Cruise does in Top Gun 2. Right, you know, it is right. a free state. Period. Right. All right. Whether China likes that shit or not, I don't think right. that we need to continue to bow down to them because Taiwan just happens to be a hundred miles off the coast. Right. All right. You know, uh, and they've never been a part of the China Chinese Communist right. Party. They, they actually they come back. They've never been part of that. Right. Right. And, and that's that's and I want I want to talk about Taiwan in a couple of minutes. Okay. For TikTok, you you were talking about some of the stuff that they were recording. I've got the FCC letter pulled up. I'll go through some of those bullet points here in a minute. But what's interesting to me now, now certainly Michael Beckerman, the PR, what he says is not inaccurate. All right. So that data and that information that they capture, that browser fingerprint, the biometrics, everything else, that is absolutely, that is absolutely a security tool that's used across the industry to, to recognize users that are coming in, be able to profile who the attackers are, or to deliver ad experiences, things like that. You're abs yeah. He's absolutely right on that. But he also makes the comment, and I, I was trying to find the article, I can't find it. But he makes the comment that the only stuff that, you know, TikTok captures is not really of interest to a nation state, that it's just social media. <laughs> yeah. So I started to think about that and, and, you know, walk me through this. Okay. okay? That's a crock because they collect vastly more than everybody else, way more than YouTube, way more than Instagram, way more than Facebook. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't get to a third of what all they do collect. Um it, it, you know, it's just ridiculous. Right. And they use these things for, they say the ads and the algorithm and all that. Well, I think, okay, why China that would be interesting to a nation state? Well, they bought a controlling interest in ByteDance, who owns TikTok, not that long. They have a seat at the, at the shareholders, at the board of the company. Right. So they have a vested interest. You know, one of the senators, the, the lady, uh, she had blonde hair. I don't, I don't recall her name, but she asked him directly about that. And he denied that, the, you know, the Chinese Republican Party, I mean, not Republican Party, Communist Party. <laughs> I don't know, man. You made a little Freudian slip there. <laughs> and, I, and I leaned the other way, so that was a mistake. <laughs> but, uh, 
that the Chinese Communist Party was, uh, you know, they he denied that they have a seat at the table, and she goes, you know, it's factual. I have, you know, my research, and we know. Well, yeah, Bite Dance has a- absolutely. They answer to the PRC, absolutely, absolutely. And so all of this data would be very important to them. You yeah. know, they're they're freezing the accounts and basically stealing the money of their own citizens. So if they right. have all your payment data, if it came down to it. Why not do it to you too? Well, and, and going back to, let me highlight this here. I'm going to uh, share that so everybody can see. So this is the same article again from BuzzFeed, and this is part of the captured conversations, the private conversations between TikTok and the same one. Yeah. So everything is seen in China, said a member of TikTok's trust and safety department in a September 2021 meeting. Everything is seen in China. So going into what Beckerman was talking about, you know, you're capturing all of this data. What can, because I've been putting some thought in that shit. Yeah. What can that data actually tell the PRC, the Chinese government? Everything. Everything. Absolutely everything. everything. And and when, when we're talking about that, so understand it can identify who the troops are. That there's enough information out there. When I was, when I first started just my legal career, like five, six years ago, Target was good enough with all at that point. Target, just Target, was good enough at that point that they could tell by your shopping experience if you were pregnant, if you were about yeah. to hit your menstrual cycle, if you were about to get married. They knew all that shit sometimes before you did. Yeah. So that's that's five, six years ago. And back then, data was not nearly as refined or captured like it is a certain certainly by something like TikTok. Right. And so, also, you know, as a whole, the whole world is involved in what's called an information war, information right. warfare. And and so I believe that all these algorithms that TikTok specifically uses aren't just automated. I think different weights and sticks for thrown to the game not but not that they're on one side or the other but they feed each side so we'll just keep arguing with our with each other so you well, have I agree these, with that. yeah you know you talk about that algorithm and that's that's one of the things that and i think i mentioned that or i may have cut it out of the show but that algorithm is so damn good that so you got a spouse you got you got a boyfriend you got a girlfriend whatever the hell it is you want to know what shit they doing you want to know what their mindset is? Just grab their phone, look at their TikTok feed. Yeah, that'll tell you if they think they're they're having trouble trouble with their marriage, if they're cheating, if they're if they're happy go lucky. You know what their worries, their fears, their desires, everything else will just that feed alone. It it is an extraordinary. It truly is. It's an extraordinary algorithm, the way it works, and it's so good. You know, going back to that, it can it can determine things like troops, who the troops are, when the troops are being deployed who the troops yeah. families are you can you and can they use this in conjunction with other tools that i'll get into in a little bit when we talk about espionage that, well you got facial recognition that's a yeah. fact they do that they've admitted to that yeah they recognize objects you know in the background here mm-hmm. like that tv for, right. uh, dresser thing i mean oh, so you've they, got they, all this data and that's just on the troop movement you can figure out who the intelligence people are who the government operatives are you know where they're being deployed so you've got so because troops you take the Navy, for example, when they're about to go out, out on deployment, they don't tell anybody where the where the hell they're going. They don't share that at all. Now, their family, certainly their immediate family, they know where the hell they're going. All right. Absolutely. So you get you get the wife or the husband of one of these soldiers that's go, that's being deployed. What do they do? They hit the talk and they start looking up, you know, this country. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Chinese government, they already know that this is a military family. They're wondering where they're going. So they're capturing that type of data. This is the type of stuff that you can determine from social media, something that Michael Beckerman thinks it's not important. Also, who's more apt to take some money for some information? You Look, exactly. <laughs> With that, let's go over. So I'm going to share this. Oh, my God. I'm glad you mentioned money. I'm glad that yeah, I like I like money. I do. Yeah, but I would not, not sell out my country for my government. Yeah. So this is the letter that the FCC commissioner Brendan Carr. That's sent, him. Yep, he sent over to Apple and the Google 
saying, hey, <laughs> this, this is pretty fucked up. And yeah. I'm saying I'm making it a shorter version. You know, it's fucked up is basically what he says. But he, he's talking about everything that's going on through leaked recordings last week. BuzzFeed's news report revealed ByteDance officials in Beijing have repeatedly accessed the sensitive data that TikTok has collected from Americans. All right. So that's the first page. But he, he's got some bullet points. And I wanted to just go through those with you. Okay. And we could talk about that shit. So he says last week's news report only adds to an overwhelming body of evidence that TikTok presents a serious national security threat. And I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. And, and as relevant to this letter, it also underscores TikTok's failure to comply with the data security requirements and other terms set forth in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store policies. Some of the concerning evidence. August 2020. TikTok circumvented a privacy safeguard in Google's Android operating system to obtain data that allowed it to track users online. I think this had to do with the clipboard. It can have all access to your clipboard and all right. that, which copy and paste, et cetera. Which is, which is pretty, I mean, again, that's pretty important. You know, the type of stuff that we, that we put on our clipboard, take notes about and everything else save, it gives access to that. It yeah, also uh, passwords, pin codes. Uh, right, so here, yeah, and this is the next one right here. This is this goes into this money thing. So this is something that people really need to be concerned about. In March 2020, researchers discovered that TikTok, through its app in the Apple App Store, was accessing users' most sensitive data, including passwords, cryptocurrency addresses, and personal messages. Now think about that. In the United States, we've got a 16, supposedly a 16% adoption rate for cryptocurrency. Yeah. TikTok is used by over a billion people, a shitload of Americans, self-included. And it captures the wallet addresses, the passwords, the chances of it capturing, depending on the wallet that you're using, the chances of it capturing the key to that wallet, mm -hmm. 100%, 100%. Yeah. So that's a problem. Yeah, That's a huge issue. And if it's reading, so, you know, Okay, I've got I've I've got access to some shit. All right, sure. But you take somebody, you know, regular Joe on the street, are they going to be worried about their personal messages? I mean, history has shown us no, they're not. You know, Snowden bitched about this stuff. Nobody really listened to the dude at all. Right. Now we've got a nation state that's not the United States that's doing exactly what Snowden had warned everybody about. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure we're still worried about that. Well, you know, and to just wrap all this stuff that they have access into into a hole, you're basically giving them the keys to do anything on your phone or computer or tablet right. or any device you have. So they can get in and get anything if they wanted. Now, not to say that they're doing this all the time, but if it came down to it, you know, if, if the final straw, if it had been the final straw in any kind of thing between the United States and China, they could just go in and, you know, government officials, whoever, and take complete control of the phone. They could record on the microphone, the camera. Right. I mean, it's basically like having a rat. Or well, you give them permission when you sign on to the app to access yeah. Oh, the yeah. mic. Yeah. Access the mic, access the camera. So, and that, the possibility of them turning that on if, if things get, you know, shit hits the fan. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, that, absolutely. That would happen. That Here's, here's the third bullet point. 2021, TikTok agrees to pay $92 million to settle lawsuits, alleging that the app clandestinely vacuumed up and transferred to servers in China vast quantities of private and personable, personal user data. So they admitted it. They admitted it. Yeah, we're doing that. And they yeah. settled. And still, they're allowed to operate in the United States. And they're allowed to do all that still because users agree to it. There's not Absolutely. much... You know, any a court or anything can say if the user agreed to it. And that's so I mean that's <laughs> that's one of the things, right? I yeah. mean in the United States, and that's the weird shit about our country. You go over to the to Europe, you go to the EU, you go to the UK, privacy the big the citizens deal. there, they they care about privacy. Big deal. us give me something free, I don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, except all the cookies, all that. Right, right. <laughs> and I, I honestly, Justin, I, I don't understand why we're like that 
in the United States. I don't. It's gonna get too lax, man. It's gonna butt us in the ass. I mean, it already has. Yeah. It, it really has. That, that, like I said, I'm going to do a show on the the abortion stuff um, and the tracking of, of our cell phone data and all that. But you think about it, you know, we've been so the majority of U.S. citizens has been so just uncaring about their privacy, and now we're seeing what that's actually re- resulting in. You know, you've got the government that's buying from third-party suppliers cell phone data in order to yeah. figure out where everyone is every point in time. You've got yeah. Facebook and big tech that's turning over data to prosecutors because, hey, this person wants or needs to get an abortion. And I don't care what you, I don't really give a shit what anybody's feelings are on abortion. I personally think that, I think, I forgot who the comedian was that was saying it, but he was like, you know, a woman should be allowed to do whatever she wants to with her body. I believe that completely. I was down with that when he said that. Then he said, yeah. but I still believe you're killing the baby. And I was yeah, like, I'm kind of the same way. Yep. Believe that it's, shit too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard, man, to really zone in on how you feel about that and what's yeah. right or wrong, you know? But again, I kind of separate States. myself and being like, hey, I'm not a female. I've never experienced that. Leave it up to them. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'll talk about that. I may bring you back on so we can we can record some of that stuff together on that. Okay. But, um, you know, get, let's get back to, to these bullet points for a minute because I want to dive into, we'll run through these bullet points pretty quick. Um, fourth bullet point, BuzzFeed investigation identified a master admin located in Beijing that has, quote, access to everything. So, again, a fact that the PRC has access to every single thing that's being captured on TikTok, regardless of what Michael Beckerman says. And I think that Michael Beckerman honestly doesn't know. Right. And they get caught up in the issue of whether the data is stored here or in China. Well, that really doesn't matter. Does Even if it's matter. all stored here, they can still have access to it, just like it was sitting there. Absolutely. Does not matter where that friggin' box is. Yeah. They can still get access to it. You're absolutely right. All right. So in March 22, report included current and former TikTok employees stating in interviews that TikTok delegates key decisions to ByteDance officials in Beijing and that an employee was asked to enter sensitive info into a .cn domain, which, of course, is the top domain for the Chinese Ministry of Industry. So, again, more data there going over and evidence of that. Earlier in 2019, TikTok paid $5.7 million to settle federal Trade Commission allegations that its predecessor app illegally collected personal data on children. So they're also stealing children's data. Yeah. Well, not stealing they, because they, we're they giving it to user them. User profiles on the on the kids too. Uh, here's what you said earlier, and this is kind of interesting. Actually, it's more than interesting. India, the world's largest democracy, has already banned TikTok for yeah. security grounds and for stealing and transmitting user data in an unauthorized manner. So India, yeah, and they're supposed to be kind of buddy-buddy with China, too. Right. So even they're against this. Multiple U.S. military branches have also banned TikTok. Navy, Army, Air Force, Coast Guard, Marine Corps. Wow. So, hey, if you're, if you're part of these military groups, you're not allowed to use TikTok. And their reason goes into exactly what I was talking about. They can determine who the members of the family are, troop deployments, when you're going on deployment, how long you're staying, all this other stuff if you're a military service member. So correct. And, and who knows, you know, how close the watch is on that. I'm guarantee you some of them are still using it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree completely with that. Uh, what else we got? U.S. government officials have also urged troops and their dependents to erase the app from their personal phones. I bet they have. I bet they have. Yeah. <laughs> and I know for a fact, I know some uh, service members that, mm, no, nope, we like the talk. Right. So U.S. national security agencies have similarly banned TikTok. That includes the DOD, Department of Homeland Security, TSA, the Republican National Committee, and the DNC. Ah, something they, they're both on the same page about. Have warned campaigns about using TikTok based on security concerns. And that ought to carry some weight. It you should. Know it should. <laughs> it should. You know, they're worried about Russia capturing, you know, hack, hacking into the DNC. And meanwhile, you're given permission to China to do it. Yeah. Let's see, citing data privacy, citing data security concerns, private U.S. businesses operations have banned TikTok, including Wells Fargo. So, again, financial industry is well aware of what's going on. Uh-huh. Final bullet point. Once accessed by personnel in Beijing, there is no check on the CCP using the extensive private 
and sensitive data about U.S. users for espionage activities because compliance with PRC's 2017 National Intelligence Law is mandatory in China. So if you have a business like ByteDance in China, it is mandatory that you do whatever the hell they tell you to do. Oh, absolutely. Any you know company in China, they're going to have they're they're connected to the government in some way, but ByteDance even more so because right. they have a vested interest and they're on the board. Right. <laughs> they have a voting share, which is crazy, which is crazy. Yeah, so it is. So and it, the platform itself, the algorithms, all that are developed in China. You know, the senators exactly. were asking that guy, you know, this question, was it all developed in China? And he kept saying, oh, we have engineers everywhere, United States, China. But it's all, developed I mean, there. It's like yeah. the engineer said, or the auditor said, I think it, it feels like there's a back door to yeah. every single aspect of TikTok. And I yeah. think he's absolutely right. It seems to me, tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Sometimes I am. Ah, so tell me if I'm wrong. Seems to me that uh, there was a former president that was all about banning the talk or getting the talk to sell to a U.S. company. And it seems to me that when that former president got his ass booted out of office, they forgot about getting rid of the talk. Yeah, and they forgot about being tough on China as a whole. They did, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I say that. The FBI came out the other day saying that Chinese espionage has gotten so bad that they've started opening investigations every 12 hours. Now, every I would 12. love to believe that they're investing all that. We well, are doing it's, something about this. And I, you know, I I've been paying attention that. to that, that too. And, and I've got to say, I mean, Trump certainly, he, he kind of, you know, established how he wanted to view the Chinese. And yeah. I agree that, you know, Biden is not anywhere near, let's, Biden's like the worst president ever. He's asleep at the wheel, man. But but <laughs> he's 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 actually kind of kept on, even though you got the Hunter Biden, you know, stuff is should, should, stuff that's going on too. He's kind of kept on with that same view as China being, hey, you ain't a friend of ours. So right. I've got I've got to kind of agree with that. I've got as much as I dislike the puppet master Nancy P. Hey, mad respect. I I can say the man. same thing, man. I can, and I'm glad that. You know, and then Biden tried to get her not to go. I know. If, if she would announce that she was going and then she didn't go, that would have been horrible. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. If we would have backed down from the man like that, it would have been a huge deal. Absolutely. And there were more of that coming. Time well, you've got, you know, and I told my wife, this has been, I don't know, probably six, eight months ago, right as the Ukraine was really ramping, ramping up at that point. I was like, well, what happens is you've got the president of China over there. He's watching how we're responding to Ukraine, we're not really doing a whole shitload. We're just kind of, is Ukraine going to win? Should we send some more weapons over there? You know, we're not get, we're not putting a toe in there. And I'm like, so the president of China is going to watch that shit for about six months. He's going to realize the United States ain't going to do shit. And he's going to go over and take over Taiwan. Well, we're doing, and we learned this from the Russians, proxy wars. Right. Russians did it to us in Afghanistan, Syria. We fight these wars where we have plausible deniability, but we can also make it harder for them to take right. Ukraine and we're doing that. Taiwan. We make them spend more, you know, so it's it's what they call fighting a proxy war, right. and it's a war of attrition. Who runs out of stuff first? Right, but, you know, the, the issue with Taiwan is, you know, whereas the Ukraine is, is surrounded by other countries, Taiwan is not. So it's very easy right. for China to come in, put a blockade up there. You're not You're not delivering any weapons here. You know, we're just going to cut you off, come in, we're going to take you over. And I, I honestly, I don't know how, I don't know if that's what's going to happen or not. I don't see what actually stops that. Well, it would take us intervening and other countries intervening. But also, I'm not saying, you know, China obviously has way more and way more people, way more soldiers, way more everything. Uh, Taiwan has been preparing for this since like the 40s. They have. They have. And so they got the terrain on their side. It's not just like, you know, a beach like Normandy. It's high right. cliffs, all that. They've got missile sites all over the place. They've got a hell of an Air Force, thanks to us. Right. They got, you know, good jets, good pilots, all that. So they could put, they could probably put up a decent defense until we got there. I mean, were. it would be a, it would be a bloody mess. There's no oh, doubt. Oh, yeah. About it it wouldn't be easy for China, no doubt. Yeah. So, you know, 
China also has the biggest navy in the world. Now. Biggest, absolutely. They don't they have the they, they haven't passed this in tonnage, but they passed this in number of ships, and their right. shipbuilding is just incredible. How many? Well, ships that's, you know, that's because they've stolen all the IP from oh, the United States for years. I'll get into. I got some <laughs> that too. Well, go ahead, go ahead, because okay. I was about to feed into that. Hey, we've been hit, being hit with China for friggin' decades, and we've not done anything about it. And it's been mostly industrial espionage, so they can they can skip the research part and just start building and chill. Right. That's how they'll be able to catch up so fast. But also lately, it's gotten more, uh, you know, militarily in case we ever got had to fight them or they had to fight us. Excuse right. me. Right. But um, yeah. So what really surprised me when I was doing this research for this episode, uh, a lot of spy was going on in America, but I didn't realize how much of it was in the universities. I think almost every prominent university around has had at least one professor arrested for espionage for Chinese. I would agree with that. Crazy, dude. I had no, even in my home state, Arkansas, on Fayetteville, they had a guy, 63 years old, he was getting grants from NASA and he got a uh, felony charge for wire fraud because he didn't disclose his ties to the Communist Party of China. It was very right. I mean, there, There's a lot of news. It's uh, it's at the university level. I've seen it in the corporate level. A lot oh, of different God. corporations that, that have either, and some, you get some of these corporations that they find this person that's doing this and they don't prosecute. I noticed because even the ones they do, the punishments aren't as severe as no, I would have thought they not. would be. They're, they but usually get them as, you know, un, uh, unregistered agent five ten you know, years man that's it that's it so it's not uh i mean it, that was it's alarming pretty it's pretty bad you know and still i mean there's chevy chase he's on the talk <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sorry man oh oh i don't know if you've seen this or not this is miss satan's tiktok feed oh wow oh oh dude it's it, 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 she put i say she it's probably a he but I say she, she puts up all these little jokes every day. Like today is, uh, you weren't born to just pay your bills and die. You must suffer a lot. Oh, so it's, wow. it's like, it's like, it brings a smile to my face. They call it a selfie because narcissistic is too hard to spell. <laughs> you know, so, I'm sorry. You know, it's I'll addictive. Get credit, man. TikTok was the first to come out with real short feeds like that you know youtube didn't have shorts yet right. instagram didn't have reels yet they all got it from tiktok and right. they designed it to be as addictive as possible it's the number one app on both app stores that's slowed under fcc pressure uh it's the most popular app and platform in the world right now well i mean it's it's killing facebook yeah. without a doubt it's uh, there's yeah. a reason that that youtube puts out the shorts because it's killing youtube there's not yeah. a doubt in this world. If you see you see these companies react like that, that's because TikTok has taken a bite out Absolutely. of their business. Absolutely. So, here's my question. How do we get anybody to care about that? And and hey, I, I joke around about TikTok. I do. I yeah. I do have to delete the damn thing, but it is it is addictive as hell. Absolutely. It's fun. And I don't even use social media, but the damn thing is fun. So how, how do we get people, we've said everything. I mean, there shouldn't be a doubt in anyone's mind that the Chinese government is getting this data and using it against United States citizens to make mm. our lives worse in order to cause us harm. There's not a doubt in this world about that. Yeah. And it's, so how do we get people to care? It's just an elaborate trap, man. And, it, yeah. and it's giving people this thought of, you know, here I can get my 15 minutes of fame. They're obsessed with being, you know, get 10 views or whatever. Right. And so we, I mean, it's, it's just an elaborate trap. And I think where we get people to care is it's going to be difficult, but bring awareness. There's a lot of people have no clue that as soon as I start reading some of this privacy policy, they're like, oh my God, I had no idea. I mean, you're right. And, and hey, yeah. I know people, I know some of the powers that be at TikTok. And I can tell you that they're good people. Now yeah. that's not on the Chinese side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, oh, but I, I can believe that for sure. They are. They're good people and they work hard to make sure that fraud and crime doesn't happen like that. But I really believe that they're just, I believe it's a combination of things. I believe that first they're not aware. All right. That, that this is being said, but they just don't see it from their side. But I also believe that it's the blinders that have been put on 
we don't want to see it because Absolutely. this is our career. This is what we're doing for, for business and everything. And it goes into what I've been talking about the past, I don't know, dozen or so episodes. We've got a whole group of people that will not say the stuff that needs to be said, that will not call somebody or a company out because they're scared of losing a job. They're mm -hmm. scared of losing a contract, a client, any number of things like that. And we've got to get to this point where we, where we do things simply because it's the right goddamn thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you know, preventing another country from seriously harming us or worse. You know, TikTok doesn't exist in China. They have their own version, which ByteDance also makes, but it's not quite the same. I think they have time limits on a lot of it, especially for children. Yeah, they just raise uh, the time. Oh, yeah, the record. Your yeah, time limits for children, absolutely. Uh, yeah. China, China makes sure that you know you don't engage too much in video games in social media. They've got all that shit controlled. Yeah, here in the United and, States, not so much. Yeah, and any activism or protest is immediately shut down. You know, I saw the other day a guy a guy announced that he was going to have a protest the next day in favor of the CCP. Not against them, in favor for them. He goes out there with this sign the next day, Brett, and an SUV pulls up, and two guys get out and throw him in there, and he hasn't been heard from since. Dude, so they don't even support protests for people no. in favor of them. No, they don't want to see that shit. They yeah. don't want to see anything that, that gets that that is outside of that established line, either toward the positive or toward the negative. Because once you get that, it just means that that, that that line starts to wave more and more until it gets out of control. So they want to make sure they they gain, they gain keep control of everything. And for those who don't remember, you have this thing called Tiananmen Square. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. it would really pay people. You know, we, we've, we've all seen the pictures of the guy that's standing in front of the tank. But very few of us have seen the pictures of the bodies that were ran over by tanks and by trucks and just the meat that was left on that pavement. Yeah. You know, it would and what was edited afterwards and put out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you, you know, I don't know, Justin, I don't know how we get people to um, to care about that. This is one of these problems that that I think is is indicative of the United States. It takes the power since we as citizens, the most of us, we don't care. We're going to continue using the social media because we're addicted to it, because it's fun, because we don't see on the back end the damage that's being done. Right. So it takes regulation. It takes the powers that be like Google, like Apple, like the United States government to come in and say, no, this stops here. Right. So I, and then know, it's I think gonna, people are going to have a meltdown if they do that with TikTok. Oh, yeah. too. I mean, a billion of them? Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got a shitload of U.S. citizens that use that every single day. They're going to make a living from it. You know, and absolutely. I have sympathy for them too. Use another platform, dude. Use, I, you, got, you got YouTube shorts now. You know, yeah. I, I, I uploaded one video to TikTok the other day, and I'm like, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I, you know, I, and I, I get it for, for a lot of these YouTube creators, such as yourself, they use TikTok just to promote their YouTube channel. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I can understand that too, man, but there's got to be. That's, and I, that was my idea, but I'm, I'm one of these guys, you know, I do have a conscience. I used to not. <laughs> <laughs> or, or my my conscious, you know, yeah, swayed greatly. But these days, <laughs> I'm like, with you. you know, I, I put it up there, and I was like, you know, man, I can't, I can't. So I've not uploaded anything since that point. Um, you know, I fired. That. Well, I'm proud of you, man. Well, I fired TikTok up today, and I've got to, uh, I've got to, <laughs> I've got to delete the damn thing. I'm sure that Miss Satan, as much as I enjoy Miss Satan, I'm sure that she'll migrate her ass, or he'll migrate his ass over to the YouTube. For sure. And you know, the two guys sitting in the chair, the best joke I've heard from them is, uh, one looks at the other and he says, my wife asked me if I'd seen the dog bowl. I said, I didn't know he could. And I, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's great. So, I'm sure that those two guys will find their way over to YouTube as well. What oh, I would say, sure, man, you know, anybody's sure. watching this, um, I like, I like the damn thing too. I do. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that whether we like it or not, we have to understand that this is something that is not just mentally toxic, that it takes away from us actually doing healthy things in real life. Oh yeah. It's not just mentally toxic. It, it's, it's toxic to the degree, the, the degree that you've got an entire government 
that is using it to target you specifically to make yeah. your life worse. And they just have these troves of data, man. There's no telling. We probably can't imagine what they could do with it in the future. Oh, you know, they can just release all these AI algorithms on it and machine learning. I mean, well, no, you know, I, and, and just to... Um, if they I, even I just, stop today. Just think about all the data they have. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I pulled up, you know, just looking for the stuff um, that we were going to talk about today. Pulled up, and it just happened to pop up in the in the Google search. So a couple of few other things. TikTok is still promoting banned Russian content to users. So there's shadow promoting it, even though it's banned. TikTok continues to do that. Oh, that's not one. Um, TikTok told moderators to suppress posts by ugly people and the poor to attract new users. So you've got a whole host of stuff that is is beyond even that. It's like, hey, no, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna push this this Russian stuff toward you anyway. Even though it's banned, we're still yeah. gonna you know backdoor it and get it to you like that. We're yeah. still going to you know we want to make sure that that the people who use TikTok, those people who trend, those people who are very popular, are pretty. We need to make mm -hmm. sure that, you know, they're popular Dan and all that. Right. So we don't want to show anything bad. We just want to show the good, which feeds into, you know, in the United States on, on Instagram, you've got a whole shitload of kids that get a, an improper image of what someone is supposed issues. to be. Right. And that, that's the exact same thing that TikTok's feeding into as well. So it, it's, it's toxic on so many friggin' levels that really, you know, anybody that's watching this, please, please take the time out to delete TikTok. Go over to YouTube, all right? I, I've been using YouTube exclusively the past few weeks, except for today when I fired it up, uh, the yeah. talk up. But um, YouTube's got the shorts. They've got the longer videos. I've, I've actually been using, like I said, I've been, my channel is exclusively on YouTube. I'm probably going to upload some of it over to Spotify as well. Yeah. But, um, you know, find a channel and I, you're right justin you said hey the u.s you got companies that capture data and information too i i disagree with that but it's the u.s that's doing it it's your own country that's doing that and there's a big difference even though you know i've got some problems with a lot of stuff that we're doing sure. with data there's a difference when the u.s does it and to you and when a chinese government does it to you mm -hmm. there's a huge huge difference china is not our ally they are not our friend at all and i think they would easily tell you that <laughs> yeah yeah especially right now <laughs> what um any in, advice in you've got privacy policy they uh they you're also agreeing for them to send it wherever they want right. whether to china or to other what they call research partners right there's no telling where all this data is going and who's using it for what I mean, they're using it for whatever they want to. Yeah. So they're using it. They're Of course, they're using it for profit. We know that. They're using it uh, to make the program better. Absolutely. But they're also using it. The Chinese government isn't worried about profit. Mm -hmm. They're not worried about making the user experience better, except if it gets them more data on you. Right. It's so, a, it's a information warfare. It's a chess match, man. I mean, it's it's crazy what all is involved. So wrap it up for us. What do um, what kind of advice have you got? Where do you see things going? Well, I, I, I'm Android all the way. I'll never own Apple products. I'll be, <laughs> you wouldn't catch one of my, I'm an Android things. guy too. <laughs> I've, I've uh, been an Apple hater since the early nineties. I mean, right. my, my hatred goes way back, but, uh, I also wanted to mention at least the whole, and I'm not going to say this white, but Huawei scandal, H U A W Y. Yeah. The, uh, the cell phone provider or manufacturer. Yeah, and I knew they were banned from our 5g networks, yeah. but I didn't realize they were so entrenched in our 4g networks, Absolutely. especially in rural areas. Like the United States is trying to raise money for this fund to go in and replace because these smaller rural telephone providers don't have the funds to just go replace all this equipment just because the United States says it's not secure. Absolutely. And it's not. They can absolutely steal all this data that's running through these routers, these, you know, all the equipment that's on the tower, all of that. And it's right. so and, entrenched and, in these networks. And we're getting I, I, mean, no I, I got an so ad bad. the other day from, uh, from Verizon. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. So I got mm -hmm. an ad from Verizon. I'm going to be able to switch my entire home instead of having that wired cable connection coming out and through for internet 
service, I'm going to be able to switch the entire home over to 5G service, yeah. which is a five is it's $25 a month. So I save like a hundred bucks wow. on that. I, uh, um, the service is much faster. There's the, the lag time, the ping rates significantly lower. So it's, it's, it's the smart move and it's so much, it's vastly superior than the yeah. cable service that's coming in. But depending on who's making that 5g service you're right well well luckily they they pretty much they caught it before we got into the 5g build out right. so any that was 5g it wasn't much and they ripped it out so right. it's all i think they got the situation handled on the 5g yeah that's that's a lot of 4g banned in, in the u.s from what i understand at least for yeah. now banned yeah so all right so we got you think we're just screwed i don't know man and all these all these, you know, uh, professors from these universities, all of them in the uh, military industrial complex, you know, have yeah. got for Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, they got charged with espionage, retired CIA intelligence officials that are selling data to China. Right. I mean, it's just unending. And I think why don't for, uh, we're hmm? going to close out this episode, but, but I like talking to you about shit like this. <laughs> well, There's a guy. There's always a guy. There's a guy on YouTube. His name is Yuri Bezmianov, B-E-S-M-E-N-O-V. All right. He's a former KGB operative who defected to the United States. And there's some videos of him giving interviews in the 80s. And he talks about how specifically the Russian government is looking to destroy the United States, how they target capitalist countries. If you don't mind, because I've been wanting to do that show for a while. If you don't mind, why don't you take the time out and, and start reading up on Yuri? I've been reading on Yuri for about a year and a half. I'm well-versed on, on the guy. But if, you, if you'll take the time to, to read on him, you and I will do a show where we're talking about Yuri Bezmianov. Okay. Okay. Also, Danny from Concrete had, uh, I wish I could remember his name. His name's Jack something. Hmm. He was also defected. He was, uh, he was in America working for the KGB. Really? He had, yeah, he got married and had a child, and well, they wanted you... to come back, and he refused to come back because he loved his daughter, and he's, and he's in America now. And well, why, if, if you can remember his name, shoot his yeah. name oh, over to me. He was on we'll do a trifecta meeting. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think also, it's important, man. I really do. I think you know that because of, you know, you've got the you've got these outside governments like China that are targeting us. Uh, Russia's doing the same thing. North Korea is doing this. Iran, all these other governments are doing this. But you've got these ingrained types of attacks that are going on as well. That that start at you know the academic level and go on through corporate and everything like that. I, and I really think that we need to start talking about that as well. And it's got a cyber aspect to it. So uh, I, have you I heard about BRICS? No, I've not. It's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. They okay. started this several years ago. They're going to start their own reserve currencies. They can buy. Like, I have read about that. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they all have a similar uh, thing in common is they hate the United States. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's an issue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, just away from the U.S. dollar completely. All right, so delete or talk. Be aware of all this bullshit that's going around. What else do we need to do? We need to cry out to our to our representatives and Absolutely. tell them, hey, and tell your friends. Awareness is the key, right, man. Right, right. So you got you got somebody. You know, it's it's like you got some. Again, it's an addiction. You got so you got a friend that you know their paychecks going up their nose with powder. You're going to take the time out to say, hey, buddy, maybe, yeah. maybe you want to get off that shit. TikTok right. is the powder of the digital world. Right. So if you see a buddy that's got that, that's using that, you might want to say, hey, buddy, you know, there are healthier choices than that shit. That yeah. And obviously we didn't get to everything. It gets right. way worse. So well, hey, hey, we got a couple minutes. Dive doors, into it, man. Scare us to death. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say people can, you know, do their own research as well. No, shit, but, uh, no. Scare me to death. Okay. okay. Put the fear of God in me. <laughs> oh, I did have his name, Brendan Carr. All right. Uh, he says it's a serious threat to national security, and this is the more stuff that they collect. Mm -hmm. 
uh, let's see, biometric identifiers and biometric information is defined under U.S. laws, such as face prints, voice prints from your user content. Uh, they may seek any required permissions from you prior to any such collection. Which, if they pop up anything asking for, most people I'm aware are going to hit yes. Right, right. Because you want to get to the video, you want to continue the user experience. So it asks you, and it's I've had it popped up on mine. What languages yeah. do you speak? Why the right. hell do you care? Right. What's your birthday? Why do you need to know my birthday for me to go through your little short six-second videos? You don't. And why do they track everything, all these things outside the app? Like right. They follow all your web activity. They have they collect monster cookies that have all this data, and they just follow you around the internet. Yeah, and pay attention to that because – and, and, and again – this is how they, they argue that. They say it's a security tool. You're right. That's a security tool. But it's a tool that's very intrusive, that in the wrong hands, Chinese hands, can be used to hurt you, to harm you. And that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. It says, we and our service providers and business partners may link your contact or account information with your activity on and off our platform across all of your devices, <laughs> your email or other login or device information. Right. So you're basically giving them permission to just do anything with both your data and your devices. Think of it like this. All right. So we give, when you use TikTok, most people give, you know, can we access your location? Most people will say yes. All right. Yeah. So you're, you've got an important job someplace. Now, TikTok is tracking your location throughout, wherever you go, and say that you're you're cheating on your spouse. TikTok's able to see that hotel you're going to, that you're only staying there three or four hours. It's able to see stuff like that. Say that, uh, and it's not just that. Say that you've got, you've got a substance abuse issue. That program is able to see the neighborhoods you're traveling to or where you're going to pick up that substance, mm -hmm. how long you're staying there, all these illicit activities that you're doing, you're actually being tracked across the board. And you've got a nation state that's gathering that data. Blackmail. Blackmail all of a sudden. Hey, do you, yeah. do you want this stuff publicized? Well, then yeah. we need you to help us. And see, I just, that, that just made me think of that aspect of it. Yeah, right. I didn't even think of that before. I mean, this, this is the stuff. And this they do that. They do that. This Absolutely. shit actually happens. Yeah. So, senators, all that. Senators, all that. All that. <laughs> you know, do you want to? Do you want to destroy your family? Do you want to destroy your life? Do you want? Do you want to get in all this trouble and go to prison or what have you? Then you need to help us. Yeah, and we'll pay you on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy all the people that they've turned, man. Yeah, I mean, XCIA, NSA, all of it, all the top levels of our government, they have right. turned and they bought data from. Exactly. Have drop sites like you see in all the old Russian stuff. I mean, that's, all... that's the thing, right? I mean, we are because of our our view of privacy, which is non-existent in the United States. I mean, we're, I think we're finally starting to come to uh, to a realization the problem that we have with privacy here in the U.S. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time coming, man. A long yeah, time it has. Coming. I wish we had better laws like you know the EU and UK and all of them have. Yeah, but we don't, and uh, don't. I don't know if we're going to get it with all the lobbyists that are out there. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm sure you watched some of those damn um, crypto hearings and Congress, oh, yeah. and uh, you had a oh, bunch yeah. of idiots. You, they had no idea what the hell they were. You know, the the senators and House, they had no idea what the hell they were talking about. Yeah, I understand it at all, and we have to rely on these people to come in with proper regulation across the board. And it just yeah, know. it's still the wild west and the whole crypto yeah. thing. Yeah. All right, Justin, we're gonna we're gonna call it there, man. I got to head to Atlanta, flying out to uh, Hawaii tomorrow. Um, Jealous. Look up, look. Ah, well, I get to see a volcano. I'm looking forward to that. Other than that, <laughs> hey, it's balls to the wall working with AARP most of the week. Yeah. But uh, look, uh, look up Yuri, okay? And uh, show. I think it'd be a really good conversation because I've been want, I've been wanting to talk about him. Yeah, Dude, I'm just, just looking for somebody that knows about Yuri Besmianov. This other guy too has a great story, man. Like, like look Jack him up Borsky and send me his name. Something. I'll try to get his his ass on here with us. Okay. 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 Like that. All right. Yeah, I'm sure Danny could hook it up for sure, and Lex as well. You're right. You're right. I can look, reach out to Danny and find out who that some bitch that I find out who that guy is. I was about to say find out who that some bitch is. <laughs> but I, can, I can reach out to Danny and find He's out a good who that guy gentleman now, is. But he used to be one. <laughs> right. Look, Justin, it's been an absolute pleasure having you back on, man. 
Hell yeah, man. I love it. I love it every time. It's great. Keep the faith. What do we say? Stay safe. Stay secure. Stay vigilant. At the end of the day, just do the right damn thing. This is Brett Johnson show. I've had this outstanding guest, Justin Pearson today. You'll notice he absolutely talked more than he did last time. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe didn't rock my chair as much. (laughs) Hey, I forgot about that shit. All right, look, I'll talk to you next time, Justin. Everybody's watching. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Pay attention to to the talk. All right. It's um, we've joked around some, some about it today, but it's, it's a program that really is not beneficial to any American at all. So at all. please find a different platform. They are out there now. YouTube's coming on strong with their shorts. So I would advise you to use that instead. All right. Until next time. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.